three miles from top to bottom. So you get your legs going, and then at the bottom, you're greeted with a slice of pizza and an 80th anniversary ale. So it's like the just perfect waiting for you there with pizza waiting for you. It's and like, beer. It's like yeah. a freebie. That sounds amazing. No, not a freebie, but it's right there. You can smell it, so you'll just want to buy it. I thought they were handing them out. I know. I thought they just had pizza, beer, and hugs at the bottom of this. You made it. Congratulations. You did it. What's up, everybody, and welcome to Beyond the Opera. I'm Rich Stoner. And I'm Hallie O'Brien. And this is the show where we sit down and stir it up with Apre Ski's booziest business owners, brewers, distillers, and just good old fun people. And this episode, we are stirring it up with also a resort. This is new for us. Uh-huh. It's brand new. We've it got is. two wonderful guests. Wait, two? Teed up. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I know. We're getting wild. So we've got Megan Collins from Snow Basin, and we've got Jackie King from Roosters Brewing. That's true. Mm-hmm. And the reason being is that, I mean, aside from being a Wednesday, <laughs> and four on a podcast is better than two, mm-hmm. like, let's drink their new beer. They have a collaboration beer, right? They do have a collaboration beer, and it's so good. It is good. It's super drinkable, as evidenced by the empty cans on the table. And I think that, I mean... The beer is fantastic, but one of the the un, unsung uh, features of this beer mm-hmm. is the map on the front of the can. I know, like you you can like pick up a like a sixer at at the local gas station, whatever they're called in Utah. I don't even know, and then head up to Snow Base and throw these in your pack, mm-hmm. and then like you're getting on the lift and you're like you pull the can out and you're like, oh my god, I want to do middle bow middle bowl cirque, mm-hmm. or I want to do <laughs> needles or. Porky, porky Cirque. Porky Cirque. <laughs> I hope there's pulled pork at the end of that one. Wait, is it's called Porky Cirque? I guess it is. I don't know. That's what it says on a can. <laughs> All righty. Who knows? I mean, pulled porky at the bottom. Yeah. If they're handing out pulled hope. pork at the bottom, I'm skiing it no matter what. I, I mean. I'll, I'll go face first. <laughs> With a bib. Yeah. Fork and knife in each hand. Just penguining. Yeah, replacing into... the poles. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, fork in one hand and a knife in the other, planting. <laughs> My goodness. Porky Cirque. Anyways. Yeah, we have a great conversation with them. We kind of find out how this beer came to be, and we discuss all yeah. of the things that make Snow Basin so special. Absolutely, yeah. and like you know what, like why it is what it is to this, day, you know, to today. Essentially, mm-hmm. if you guys have ever been to Snow Basin, let us know on Instagram. We are at Beyond the Apre. So find us, follow us, and let us know what your experience was at Snow Basin. And heck, let us know where your favorite Apre ski experience is in general. But we'll get to that at the end of the episode. Spoiler alert. My first shot ski was ever at Snow Basin. Was it really? It was. Really? Yeah, Your I know. first shot ski was only four years I know, ago? I know. And I've probably logged over 100 since then. What? Yep. Wow. Good for you. Making up for lost time. Yep. Snow Basin. Breaking the Cinnabar. proverbial At the Cinnabar. Cherry. Yep. Yeah. I'm excited about it. All right. And I'm excited about this episode. And if you are not operating heavy machinery. Or holding a baby or driving, or anything like that, you should play our drinking game with us. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Should Every we... time you hear this word, you take a sip of whatever libation you're enjoying at the moment. And the magic word is... Chandelier. chandelier. That's right. Mm-hmm. Chandelier, folks. It'll make sense. You're probably thinking, what the... What's you that know what? got to do with beer and... Beer. And, and, <laughs> and snow basin. Just listen to the episode. You'll get it. 
right, why don't we uh, welcome Megan Collins from Snow Basin Resort and Jackie King from Roosters Brewing to the show. Welcome, ladies. Hi. Thank you guys for having us. Yeah, we are excited. We're very excited. This is going to be a great time. I am so excited to learn about this collaboration. I'm so excited to drink this beer. And and thank you so much for the cool package. I mean, yeah. the swag bag you guys sent us was money. Pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost that like popcorn that. pairs nicely with the beer. That popcorn is so good. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you ripped, always need food. I so. ripped right into that. It's true. We we actually just uh, like basically devoured mm-hmm. you know, five minutes worth of food prior to coming onto the show here. Because mm-hmm. we needed, you know, we needed to carb up sustenance. We needed to carb up before we have some beers. Yeah. So that pop- and after all that beer, you have the coffee. So yes. we got y'all taken care of. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, no doubt. It was a 24-hour care package. It was Very thoughtful. Thank well you very much. Well thought out. Well thought out. And my daughters love the shirts. Thank you. Yeah. Right. That's what happens when you have the number one app race ski podcast in the world. It's a, it's, it's it's a, a big niche. It's a big niche. And, you know, somebody's got to do it. Yeah. Somebody has. <laughs> All, All right. right. Why don't we drink the beer? So, you know. So, yeah. So this is the, the Snow Basin Pale Ale. This is the 80-year anniversary beer, right? Yeah. All right, so Jackie, uh, we're gonna crack it. Meg, are you, do you have any or no? No, I'm not allowed to drink and drive an hour after drinking. So. Oh, All right, we'll drink. We'll drink extra for you. Perfect. All right. Oh wow! Look at that. You have the fancy, the fancy. Yeah, chalice. I've got the nice little tulip. So everybody who wants to actually watch the video of it instead of just listening to the podcast can see the beautiful color of the beer. You got it. It is a very beautiful color, a nice and amber color. It is more amber yeah. than I expected. I know I actually drank it this weekend, you know, market research, and I uh, <laughs> I did but I drank it out of the can so I didn't get to see the color and it's definitely it's definitely more amber than I uh, I would have expected. Mhm. Yeah. Yep. So it is, it's getting into that more of like a traditional pale ale color. Um, so it does have some of the caramel malts in it, not cheers. overwhelmingly caramel forward. Yeah, cheers, guys. Cheers. cheers. Sorry, Meg. Meg, cheers. Sorry, cheers Meg. to you too. I'll have some when I go home. It's in the fridge ready for me. <laughs> Perfect. Ooh, that's very good. Yeah. I like that. But what yeah, Scott, so. Scott, Scott, Jackie. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like that you guys enjoy it. Mm. But it's yeah, I got some caramel, caramel backbone from the malt, a um, little bit bready, uh, but we still want it to be hoppy for a pail. Um, so it's, you know, nice, crisp, kind of reminds you of those uh, winter days up on the hill up mm-hmm. at Snow Basin. So that right was there. like when I when I actually had uh, had one this weekend, obviously now, too. But like what I what I liked about it was the drinkability of it. Right, like it has, yeah. it, ha- it has the flavors, but it also like the they're not overwhelming and and like they're it's a very very drinkable beer. Which, when you think of Apres Ski, you definitely want to you want that that drinkability factor for sure. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you're going to be pretty well spent, I think, after a day of skiing, especially up at Basin. So you want something that's going to go down easy. Um, you're still going to be able to drive home after one. Um, if you're having more than one, we recommend probably finding somebody to drive you home. Um, we do have that lower lower alcohol limit here in Utah, um, including on your blood alcohol content. So, so drink responsibly. Surprised they let me into the Utah. state. Right. <laughs> 
just have DDs. It's fine. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, no, I, I, I really dig it. I really dig it. And I, and, and apparently everybody else is digging it too. I hear it's selling out pretty, pretty quickly. Um, yeah. You know, yep, wherever, wherever, uh, I guess wherever you get six packs, it's crushing it. It is. Yeah. It's, it's doing really well. Meg can probably tell you how well it's doing up at snow basin, but as far as our market here in Ogden, it's killing it. So nice. Nice. Good for you guys. That's awesome. Great. Yeah. It's, it's pretty awesome that it's killing it and everyone at the resort is stoked to have it. And as you saw, it's a nice amber color, which is very fitting. If you're in the cinnabar with that red chandelier, mm-hmm. it all matches. We, we have to talk about that chan- those chandeliers at some point. We, I, 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 I have questions to ask about those chandeliers. <laughs> oh man. Um, all right, so I want to. Uh, we'll definitely come back to the beer. Okay. But let's let's. Why don't we find out a little bit about like yeah. a little about you two? Like how did like so so like how did Meg? How did you get into the industry? Jackie, how did you get into your your industry? I don't know who wants to go first. You guys can duke it out via Zoom. Jackie, you can go first. Oh, sweet. So funny story about Meg and I before we get into how we got into it. Uh, we actually met and like knew each other. Um, we were both working in the in our respective industries and we met through like mutual friends too so that's just meg and i are our friends on a different level too which is awesome nice so at a white water rafting party we were putting it for permits if i remember correctly yeah yeah but it was a river permit party at my house and meg shows up and it's like oh you're awesome we're gonna be friends now (laughs) so that's a that's the small world that the utah beer and ski industry is so um but i i got into brewing five years ago um, I had homebrewed for a little while and and kind of decided that it was something that I wanted to do commercially and make it my my full-time job and I kind of took the dive and did some apprentice brewing Um, five years ago there weren't as many programs as there are now there were probably two or three uh, pretty good um, professional programs that you can get into. Now there are a ton of college programs. Um, and I had already graduated from college, so I wasn't really looking to go back down that path. So I did apprentice brew. Um, and I've been with roosters, uh, all five years of my professional career. Um, and it's been pretty amazing. Uh, when I started at roosters, we had two brew pubs. Now we have a big production facility. So it's kind of been cool to grow my career with, uh, the company. So nice. Awesome. That's great. I love the how how you guys met <laughs> at a white water rafting party. I was I was actually I was, I was actually kind of waiting for like uh, we met at Apre at Montagna in Crested Butte kind of story. <laughs> Yeah, because I know because I know I know Meg and I, I know her affinity for that for that location. So I was like, I'm like, this is going to be great. Like, it's going to, you know, but we'll yeah. take we'll take uh, whitewater rafting. Yeah, sure. that works. I think there probably was a shot ski involved because right. like, we have a shot ski at our house Beautiful. that we yes. we use. So I'm pretty sure we did the shot ski. And of course, this is all pre COVID. This was years ago. But but yeah, it was super fun. So we still haven't gotten Meg shot on a river ski. yet. But yeah, now the shot skis are yeah. twice as long. Yeah, not quite yet. At the Cinnabar, we're still got the same shot ski. You just can only do two people, I guess, nowadays. Yeah, yeah, one on either end. <laughs> it's the loneliest shot ski ever. I know, shot skis are really taking a hit in this yeah. uh, pandemic here. Yeah. <laughs> Such a bummer. What, what about you, Meg? So I was born and raised in the pea industry. My dad works at Alta and works at night, drives those snowcats, makes those runs really nice for all those beers out there. Yes, cheers to um, you. 
Yeah, went out to Boulder because I had to get out of the state of Utah. Had the best four years of my life. And uh, <laughs> they told me if I wanted to work, I should find something I'm passionate about. So I like skiing and I like talking to people. So I decided to go into marketing and PR in the ski industry. There you go. Nailed it. And yeah, got an internship with Colorado Ski Country. Got my first job in Crested Butte. And so I'm on Tanya's very dear to my heart. Spent <laughs> um, three and a half years, but the trick is if you want to ski the greatest snow on earth and have that accessibility, Colorado really isn't it. Utah's where it's at. So a job at Snow Basin opened up. And I applied, and now I'm going into my fifth winter okay. at Snow Basin. Wow. Eight, six years? That's what it's been? Five. 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 Nice. Five. That's awesome. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, it's exciting. It's fun to be back home. Dad's just an hour south, and boyfriend's an hour south working at a different ski resort. And it's, it's a family business. We just don't own one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Do you guys have any rivalry between the two, your your boyfriend and, and yourself? Do you, I don't want to ask which um, resort he works at because I don't want to, like, stir the pot, but I kind of want to stir the pot. Um, Thanksgiving dinner is really interesting at my house between my dad, my boyfriend, and myself. Because are they three different resorts? Yes, they oh. are. There's not enough. <laughs> there's not enough roosters to go around to make that work. No, I think, no. I think we know somebody that could probably help with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's definitely interesting. I personally think I have the best of all the worlds. Because it's my three favorite ski resorts in Utah. But, you know, all the resorts are great. So I won't play favorites or anything. All there right. you go. All right. Very diplomatic. We like that. Good answer. Good answer. <laughs> all right. So speaking of speaking of uh, favorite resorts, so, yeah. Tell us about Snow Basin. Snow Basin's celebrating a pretty big anniversary this year, right? Yeah. So I've seen all those other resorts do those anniversary ales, and I have been waiting for this since the day I got here <laughs> to pull this anniversary ale out of the sleeve. And luckily, Roosters is right down the hill, and Kim is awesome, and the whole gang at Roosters. So when we reached out this summer, I was like, it's our 80th anniversary, November 27, 1940. The mayor of Ogden proclaimed. <laughs> um, Ogden's Winter Playground officially open. So we started talking to Jackie and her team this summer, getting it all squared up for our 80th anniversary, and um, wanted to really highlight the pale ale, but also some remnants of Snow Basin. Rich, if you drink it, let's think back to that great fam trip we had out here when you and I got to ski everywhere on those downhills. Still, one of, my, still one of my favorite trips. <laughs> And I, so say, I say that seriously. I, I, I am very <laughs> candid. So, um, Yeah, so 80 years later, here we are, and we're just getting better with age. We have 3,000 acres, 3,000 vertical feet. The 2002 Winter Olympic downhill Super G was here, and you can still ski those runs today. Our lodges are magnificent. I've skied the men's downhill. It is a quad burner. And, and, and it's a yeah. quad burner still with taking about 20 stops. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's mind bending that it, they it really they go is. they just fly down at like speeds at eighty miles an hour. I know that's and absurd. Yeah, that first, turn. That, first <laughs> that first top the top pitch is pretty steep. Although I, I I still maintain that Lone Peak is steeper. Uh, not Lone, uh, Lone, oh, Lone Tree. Tree. Lone Tree is steeper. Yeah, Lone Tree. Lone Tree 
might be steeper, but you know when you go 70 miles out of that gate on your first turn, there's something about it. Don't yeah, worry, I was only going 65, so <laughs> it wasn't. You know, no, no, big, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> he embraced Bodie Miller. No. And no. crushed it. That guy's got, his quads have nothing on mine. <laughs> oh, my God. So how has Snow Basin evolved throughout the decades? Since it was declared um, as the as Ogden's winter play, playground, how has it evolved to what it is today? We've got some nice lodges. You know, we've moved up from just a tow rope to 12 chairlifts. Wow. It's a good upgrade. A couple of those are gondolas. <laughs> yeah, big upgrade. <laughs> Substantial. You know, we went from just going halfway up the mountain to almost the top. So we're pretty excited about that. <laughs> you know, from the top of our mountain, you can see five different states. So we're pretty stoked on our expansion. And this year we added more dining options. We got a brand new bar at the top of our mountain. Who doesn't want a full service bar with a shot ski at yes. 8,000 feet? <laughs> They're so about the shot ski. I, I, know, love, I this. love it. I love it. <laughs> Well, oh, well, we are we were, about the shots. So we were talking prior to the show. Uh, I don't know if you were here yet, but but Meg had asked us about one of our previous episodes where I talked about like my first shot ski was about five years ago, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Was that the one you did at the Cinnabar?" Oh. And I actually, I'm pretty sure it was. Aww. Yeah. So so I, I I think I I I you know crushed my virginity, my shot ski virginity at at the Cinnabar at Snow Basin. So I'm pretty. I, I didn't remember at the time when we were talking about yeah. it, but I think, uh, you know, I'm pretty think, stoked about that. I'm pretty sure no one remembers their first shot ski. I think that's how that happens. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember where. <laughs> I would have to assume. You shouldn't remember it. Yeah. Right? That's the point. <laughs> that is the whole point. It was what? early, Jackie. It was early in the day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and we've got, you know, great food, great apres, and really that's where we've excelled. It's a place to come ski. It's a place to dine. If you don't ski, you can ride the gondola to the tippy top of the mountain and enjoy our food and drink still. So we're here for everyone. Oh, that's great. Nice. And Jackie, are you are you a snow basin regular? Um, I am. Yeah, I do. I love snow basin. Uh, I am a little disappointed that all like the media is getting out on snow basin <laughs> because now Sorry. the lines are insane, but it's okay. We'll forgive you guys. Um, business <laughs> at basin means business to Ogden. Yeah. Uh, but it's amazing. Um, talking about, uh, the slalom and all the, the crazy runs up there. I think John Paul is probably one of my favorites and you do like, you have to build up to it about mid season, but I, I'm probably get enough, like, <laughs> enough ski legs and enough liquid courage to go down it a couple of times. I mean, it's gnarly. So (laughs) nice. So, I mean, you, you brought up a great point too. And I, and like, and it's, it's, I've always said that snow basin is like one of my, I mean, it's probably, it's probably my favorite, but it like, it's one of the more underrated resorts I've ever been to. And I don't think it's, it's like, it's getting out of that. I, I don't know if I could say underrated anymore. It's, it's getting too, too known. And I think we, everybody needs to shut the hell up and just like <laughs> take, scale it back. I, I, when I come back, right. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to stand any lines. <laughs> so let's, let's start with the Olympics. Right. So I, I feel like that was the changing point, right? Like, is that, is that the, the catapult to the creation of the modern snow basin resort? Yes, it is. So before the, when we got the Olympics in 1998, 1999, uh, Earl Holding, our owner, started to build up all the lodges and installed the gondolas. Prior to that, we had the Old Day Lodge, which had some 
questionable restrooms and a ticket year outside, <laughs> outside, and knowing that we were getting the Olympics really took Earl to the next level. Earl Holding and his family own Sun Valley, and so his thought was to make Snow Basin a Sun Valley of Utah. So using that lodges, the big um, wood frames that are very sturdy and everything like that, and um, installing those gondolas, making them more um, top-to-bottom skiing instead of waiting in those chairlifts, you know, 3,000 vertical feet. So even just prior to the Olympics, it wasn't, there wasn't uh, a way to get to the top? Uh, there was. Oh. It was just using middle bowl chairlifts instead okay. of using. So you rode three chairlifts. You know, this year you're enjoying those open air chairlifts. So if you decide that route, you go three chairlifts to the top, or you do the gondola that gets you straight to the straight top. Straight to the top, right? Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. So we got so options. With that, yeah, you got options. <laughs> We've got lots of ways to get to the top. So you're saying so- there's a chance <laughs> getting to the summit. <laughs> There is. And once the Olympics came, everyone saw us. We had a lot of people here to watch the downhill. Fun fact, I was actually here as a kid watching the women's downhill in Super G. My parents took me out of school. So it's it's really cool to be back here working and telling that story as I watched them come down the run. (laughs) So you had the, the men's and women's downhill and what, the Super G? Yep, and then the combined event when they do the like slalom with the downhill, nice, and come out with the best score. So it was super nice, and we're thrilled. And we actually use that facility. We work with the University of Utah and have held college events on it. We've held World Cups out here, and hopefully in the near future we'll get to hold another downhill. Right, you guys are on the list, right? <laughs> Question. We <mark>. are. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. 2030, 2034, something like that. Okay, so the the story, I mean, and correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, be, like in order to get the Olympics, and I'm assuming this was with, with Earl Holding, is that what you said what his name is? Mm-hmm. Um, he, is it, was it him that, like, in order to get the Olympics, Salt Lake City needed a five-star hotel? Right to get on the on the bidding list, and and didn't he kind of front the money to build the five star hotel under the guise that Snow Basin would then be able to host certain events? That wouldn't surprise me because the Grand America Hotel, the fanciest hotel in Salt Lake, our sister property, just thirty five minutes down the road, was built in one year, leading up to the Olympics with seven hundred rooms and. I've very nice there. Italian. Oh. That is a very fancy. All. That is a very swanky Whoa. place. Wow. Lots yes. of chandeliers as well. We're so making the chandeliers. Big on the chandeliers. So We're going to get to those. It's very well illuminated. <laughs> exactly. So with that, like Salt Lake City, we all work together to figure out um, what are the best venues. And actually, the road that gets you to the resort now was built because it was needed to be bigger and easily more accessible from Salt Lake City than the old road. So the old road is actually closed, and people use it for Nordic skiing and snowshoeing and stuff like that. And we have our nice big road that gets us here. Now, Jackie, were you were you around for the – like, was, was Roosters around in 2002 or not? Yeah, yep. So we uh, we were founded in 95. Okay, um, so, so you're we kind of like – you're like, you're like an OG, right? Yeah, yeah. 
we're, uh, as far as like craft beer, we like a legit OG, OG, and especially in Utah too. Um, one of the, I think, first three breweries that are still operating in the state. Wow, so. that's awesome. So you, so you were there for this. Was there, was there like an Olympic collaboration beer? Um, there was not. Uh, obviously, like I was not able to brew for that. I was young. Um, ice dancing was actually the only event that I got tickets to. Ah, ice, <laughs> dancing. ice dancing. Yeah, ice dancing. Yeah. How yeah. mm-hmm. is it different from figure skating? Apparently, it's like the, it's... with the lifts, they can't like lift. They can't above lift, right? Something. Yeah. It's they like the like, rhythmic gymnastics of the ice skating world. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was cool, but. Yeah, that's, that's the only event huh. I went to. Um, we did not do a collab beer for the Olympics. We should have. Um, but we did host quite a few athletes um, at some some uh, parties at Roosters. So that's that awesome. happened. Right. Man, yeah. I would love to be a fly on the Apre wall. Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. Good Next stuff. round, Jackie, we'll get a beer. We'll get a collab yeah, beer. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, well, that's kind of, I was, that was going to be my segue. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you guys should work together. <laughs> yes yes the olympics are thinking. going to happen here and we will do a collab beer for I've, that. Al- I've already so. told my wife i'm like if the olympics go back to you tom um, we're going i don't oh, care what I, yeah i don't care what it takes oh yeah i think we've already been invited as the number one Acre Acre podcast yeah, in the world it's it, we're hosting it at yeah. roosters uh, <laughs> yes there that, you go that sounds about right the b-street location during during the olympics it was an open container line downtown salt lake what Really? Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. Huh. No kidding. Talk about opposite ends of the spectrum. The thing you, the really you letting your out. hair down. So the the lodges. Yes. The okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. I, Such a conversation piece. And and they are they are uh, the spawn of these Olympics, right? Supposedly they were getting they were going to be built because if you've ever been to Sun Valley, oh, Warm yeah. Springs and Cold Springs, their lodges look very similar mm-hmm. to our lodges here. So they were going to be built. They just sped up the process just a little bit. They are fancy. They're incredible. For those of you listening and have not that have not been to Snow Basin, I encourage you to go online to their website and just just take a gander. Put it this way: their lodge and and their facilities. Yeah. Their their bathrooms, their yeah, toilets. Well, let's, let's, yeah, let's let's talk about the bathrooms. the lavatorios, if you will. <laughs> put it, uh, put they it are way. they themselves are Instagram influencers. I actually creepily shot a photo of the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was trying to do it. It's so like there was MySpace no, style. Yeah, there was no, there was no like, there was trying to do it so there was nobody in the picture. So I was like, uh, the the lodges, the facilities, everything about it is so beautiful, and and just from tip to tail, I mean. You go in there and you're like, "Am I allowed to be in here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Am I going to mess this up? Am I didn't I want. To I didn't want to go to the bathroom. Like <laughs> I walked into the bathroom, like I don't belong here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's no water. On, there's no water on the floor. <laughs> there's no toilet paper everywhere. This is not right. That's, that's impressive that you got a picture because one of the issues with getting the picture of the bathrooms is there's so many mirrors in the sink room. I know. To I, highlight I, well, all it was, the beautiful granite and everything. It was earlier in the morning, and there were like less people there, and I was like, "All right, I can do this." You know, it's a you know, it's a it's it's a skill. All right, I need another. Beer. Oh my god! All right, so why, Rich? I have a whole media gallery that's dedicated to bathrooms. Oh, okay. I feel a lot better about myself like now. All right, all right. The <laughs> best bathroom in the like in the world, one of it, the top bathrooms in the world. It legitimately so is, and the I, fact that it's in a ski lodge is even more bizarro or epically good i don't know or both so we've sent photographers to 
photographers in to do a photo shoot so I can provide media with images of our bathroom so everyone can see what they look like. Watch that snow forecaster loves to come visit us and make sure to enjoy the bathrooms while he's here. You know, last year he last year he tweeted it was the best place to take a poop in Utah. And I'm like, thanks, Wasatch Snow Forecaster. That's really exciting. Was that? Did you take? Well, he loves big dumps. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, <laughs> <does>. <laughs> well played, Mister Stoner. Oh my God! Now, now, Megan has as she's brought up chandeliers a number of times here, and she's not kidding. You've never seen chandeliers in a lodge until you go to Snow Basin, and so there's there's a there's a story, and I have to ask you about this because I don't know, and I don't know if you know what I'm going to ask you, but I, I I heard this rumor. Is there any truth to the story that? The, the, so the chandeliers are, are Murano glass, correct? Correct. Okay, so for those of you who don't know, Murano is a tiny little island in Venice, Italy, mm-hmm. that specializes in, in glass blowing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I heard that the, that I, I believe it was Earl, the aforementioned Earl, uh, that his wife wanted these, these chandeliers from Murano, and so he, he orders them, and they won't, the, the, the factory won't ensure the transport of them to to snow basin no. so this st- i know the horror unbelievable yeah terrible it's not like it's fragile no not at all no <laughs> so so the, the the story goes that he purchased the factory had them produced insured the shipping got them delivered sold it back to the owner and we're all good now we have these these epically gorgeous chandeliers in in the lodges what, what is is there any truth to this you are correct about it's not fake news? No way. This is, not, this is like wait, real? Wait. Um, they don't do colorful chandeliers. So oh. if you can remember, there are back red to ones. the time you were in the Cinnabar, there was a red one. Yes. Or there is a red one. It's still there, I promise. Okay. And then in the Huntington room, we have a green one. Okay. Yeah. So they're colorful. And so the issue was is they didn't want to produce any of the colorful ones. Oh. And so when you own the company, you can get some colorful chandeliers. Oh, so there, this is not fake news. This is like legitimately correct. <laughs> I thought. Yeah, it's a little different than what you said, but yeah. But close enough. I mean, I was on the right track. I mean, it, like, I, I, you thought were. It, I thought it was a total BS story. Like, <laughs> I did, really did not see that question going that way. Oh, my goodness. Well, it all depends on. The way you phrase it. I guess so. Yeah. Colorful chandeliers. Mm-hmm. That's the little caveat there. Yep. All right. <laughs> this has been one hell of a tangent. All right. Yeah. So bathrooms <laughs> and, and chandeliers back. aside. Um, so uh, you guys have a, a at, at Snow Basin, obviously, have a, a pretty, uh, I guess, well-respected, growing, foodie beverage scene up there. Which uh, roosters, obviously, you got you know, Becky, you guys at roosters are, are uh, you know, a part of in, in, in some way. So, what, like, how do the lodges play into that? Like, you know, how has that become part of what you guys are known for? You know, and what's the connection with, you know, with, with obviously with roosters and some of the other local, local breweries? Yeah. So, we just were ranked by Ski Magazine number three for On Mountain Dining this year. Wow. So, we're really excited about that. We are super thrilled that we have partners like Roosters just down the street. Earl's Lodge in our base area, Apre and Beers, is not dead. 
We have a tap takeover every weekend on our beautiful patio. Are you still doing tap takeovers? We are still doing tap takeovers. Roosters comes quite frequently and has the most days, I think, out of everyone. As well as if we didn't mention they're brewing the 80th anniversary beer. Right. But, yeah, so we have our tap takeovers on Earl's patio. We have our new Overlook bar at the top of the mountain. We have the Cinnabar. Due to the spatial concept in the restaurant this year, we did um, cancel our Apparade music. You might remember, Rich, while you were here. But we're hoping to yeah, bring it back. Yeah, you guys have an awesome music scene, like like pretty like local local bands and everything, right? Yeah, we're hoping this spring to bring back our Basin Days, which we started last year when we brought a band, a local three-piece band, to our patio. Well, the tap takeover is going around, so it's just this big party. And now we have a slopeside dining unit right near our tap takeover, so someone can enjoy loaded french fries. Yes. Earl famous loaded french fries with a beer from Roosters or a local brewery on the patio. And this spring, just picture that apres music playing mm. on the patio. It's going to be the perfect And your patio place. is huge, right? It's like it's it's expansive. Yeah. So it works perfect for social distancing. Yeah, and I want to know what the fries are loaded with. Yeah. Cheese. Oh, my God, they're so good. What you want. <laughs> we have, Tell me more. We have pulled pork loaded fries. We have the cheesy loaded fries. Mm. We The pulled pork one is very popular. You had, yeah, one. you had me at pulled pork. Yeah, and with our dining, we have a great chef who's come in, and he's really upped our food in general the nachos are really popular i know how you guys love nachos we are i thought about putting those in the care package but i didn't know how those would make it you could have deconstructed it we could have uh we could have put it back together on the show this guy is a magician in the kitchen so i don't know they look so good when they're here though yeah like i'll take a picture and i'll send it to you guys all right we'll use it we'll use it to promote the we'll use it to promote the episode right i i just remember having and this is breakfast. This was for breakfast. I had some sort of like brisket and eggs for breakfast in Earl's Lodge that mm. was like, yeah. I, I, like, I don't even know if I like finished it. It was so filling. It was so good, though. It was like two fried eggs over, you know, over yes. easy. And there was a, a an ass ton of a brisket on the plate. And <laughs> there were potatoes involved. And I was like, oh, my God, this is just breakfast. Like, it, it was. And. I, I still still talk about it. I still talk about it to this day. Because of our lodging capacity this year, we actually moved that menu item into our weekend brunch. So on the weekend, you can start skiing a little later and come in and enjoy a plated brunch in the Cinnabar and then go on your merry way. But if you're looking for the quick grab-and-go, we have our breakfast sliders, which is some, some of the other journalists got the little breakfast sliders. Amateur um, hour. They're great. They're great for pockets. You go get your breakfast sandwich, and then you hit the chairlift if you're going for a little faster than the full dining breakfast to champion. I want the experience. If I'm going to be in that lodge, I want the experience. I want to eat so much that I almost feel like I don't want to go snowboarding. That's what I want. I want to <laughs> eat myself that. into like almost a coma. I, did. <laughs> I think that's well, easy you to do. Oh my god! I didn't stop eating. All right, so you guys, you guys go back. The two of you. Yeah. Is that how this whole collab came to be with this 80th anniversary special edition beer? I mean, but it's so good. I'm on my second one. Yeah, I'm we're, loving this. We just poured our it's second. It's delicious. So Kim, who is the owner of Roosters, 
she is a big partner for us. She loves Snow Basin. Granted, she probably says she loves every resort in the Ogden Valley. But I'm going to believe that Snow Basin is just a little bit higher up there. And so when it came to thinking of which brewery we wanted to pair with, granted, I love working with Jackie. Um, Her, if you want to try a really cool beer, her Pink Lady Boots beer. Ooh. um, I actually wrote about that. Yeah. I always take it to my birthday party when it's an all-girls skiing birthday session, and we make sure to open them on the top of the mountain and all drink them and take photos. That's how I like to spend my birthday. Fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) So it just kind of made sense. Roosters was kind of the first one we reached out to last year. They partnered with us for our first Oktoberfest we've ever done at Snow Basin. You might remember Snow Basin at Snow Basin. Yep. Nice drink. (laughs) That that may or may not be on the Snow Report site. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And um, we did a great Oktoberfest themed beer for that. So since they were such a great partner for that, it made sense to be like, hey, you guys want to do another collab? This is a big year for us. We love you guys right down the street. I spent a lot of time at B Street before I moved to Sandy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we missed Meg at B Street, but it was super exciting for us. And we felt really, really honored just because Snow Basin is such a great resort. Um, 80 years is a really, really long time for any ski resort. Yeah. Um, and to still be in operations and still like seeing them growing and just, it's, my favorite resort it's beautiful um you really can't talk enough about the lodges and bathrooms seriously (laughs) like they're (laughs) astounding um but it like it was an honor honestly for us to get chosen to do this 80th collab and we love them they're they're so close to us I, I mean I tell people all the time it's on a good day you can get there from my house in about 20 minutes um that's so it's like it's Good for Plus, you. Plus, if you're a backcountry skier, you could ski home to Jackie's house. Yeah. Because I, I did actually, that a yeah. couple years ago. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yep. So, yeah, Meg used to live, like, two blocks from me, too, and now she moved. Um, oh, but, way yeah, to go, you Meg. Can, yeah, if, you're, if you know. conditions are good and you're a good skier, you can ski banana shoot and come backside a basin um, and hit the trails and walk in your ski boots if you want to to my house. So wow, that's pretty a, cool. Challenge accepted. Yeah. Let's do this. Yes. Right. That sounds yeah, wonderful. As long as there's going to yeah. be some uh, 80th anniversary beers there, we're in. Yeah, so I yeah. want to know, like, how did you guys decide on the type of beer, the flavors? Like, what went into that creative process to really make this the 80th anniversary celebration that you guys deserve? Yeah, so we wanted it to be, um, like, an approachable beer for everybody. Like, I mean, we, Meg and Snow Basin was, you know, they kind of gave free reign to us on the creative idea of what style of a beer. But I mean, a pale ale is a really good apres beer for anybody. Um, there's not, it's not too hoppy, not too malty. There's not really anything offensive in that style of beer. Um, and again, keeping to that, thinking about getting a beer for either while you're skiing or after skiing, we wanted to keep the ABV a little bit lower. Um, and also being in Utah, this is a 5% beer. So that means we can sell this um, in grocery stores instead of liquor stores. They, did they pump um, that They pump that ABV yeah, after grocery stores they, then? Because I was going to say, yep. I think it was 4% last time I was there. It was 4 yeah. It was. So, uh, 
November 2019, uh, it went up to 5%, which is, I mean, that's a good number. We would love to have no limit, but I mean, 5% puts us into, um, that's, I mean, that's your normal Budweiser cores. Right. Um, none of the light beers, the light beers are all closer to 4%, but yeah. like if you're competing with your regular macros that are going to be in stores, they're right at that 5% ish mark. So so that's what we did. We did a 5% pale. Um, we used some Northwest hops in here to give it kind of those piney flavors, uh, remind you of all the beautiful pine trees on the resort. Um, and then you have a little bit of citrus forward hops. Uh, we used some Falconer's Flight in there. Um, mm. So a little hint of citrus just to kind of brighten things up. Um, refresh your palate and make you want to drink more than one. So it's yeah. working. No, it's good. It's <laughs> yeah. like, like, I'm I mean, on number two. There's definitely like right? a, the maltiness in the front for sure. Like you got a little yeah. bit of sweetness and then it kind of, you know, like mellows out, like you mm -hmm. said, into that citrus flavor. I, I, right. I, I really like it. Yeah. I, I love I mean, that citrus flavor after you keep drinking it. Like yeah. it's, it's just nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's very good. So are there any other, do you guys make any other ski related beers at Roosters? Um, we do. Uh, we, it's a seasonal brew that we do. Uh, it's called Untamed, which kind of harkens back to our hometown of Ogden. Um, and Snow Basin, I think, kind of fits in with that Untamed theme a lot. So uh, Ogden's motto as a city uh, is still Untamed. And we are, you know, we're, we're a really cool, hip, up and coming I shouldn't say up and coming because we've been here forever. Um, but Ogden is a town that, <laughs> right? Like, Ogden's like been resurfacing? here. Resurfacing? Resurfacing, right? Yeah, we're up and coming in that we're resurfacing. We're an old town, um, but new life has been breathed into us, uh, especially with kind of starting with the Olympics um, and Snow Basin's buildup. Oh, really? Did um, it happen? It happened that, like, that long ago i i, I was yeah. under the impression it was because you guys were like an old rail town right like where we're yeah. like and, but then it stopped essentially yeah we kind of we stopped um kind of saw some economic downturns i really do think that the fire in ogden started like the lighting a fire in our growth started probably with the olympics um the big boom in ogden probably started uh five-ish years ago or so right. um but we are we're kind of the the home to a lot of outdoor industries um we're headquarters for a lot of those outdoor companies and brands um having easy access to the mountains helps uh so this untamed beer we have to do it because we're still untamed um it has skiers on the front I was gonna of say, it it has so. skiers kind of going uphill on the front yeah right? nice yep exactly um That's and it cool. is a it's an artistic rendering of Malin's, so it would be that backside. It's a very, like, we sent it to our artist. We sent him pictures of everything that we wanted, and we're like, uh, this is Mount Ogden. This is Malin's. We would like an, like an artistic rendering of it, um, and it, it turned into not what we see every day looking up at the backside of Snow Basin, but close enough. Uh, but Who yeah, put that Ferris uh, wheel there? Right? Yeah, where did that come from? Um, but it is people that are backcountry skiing. Um, and that is, that's our juicy IPA. Mm. So super, super light malt bill. And then the hot bill is 100% uh, Motueka. So it's super nice, juicy, stone fruit, tropical fruit. Um, mm. It's that my, is right up Hallie's alley. Yeah. Yeah. You're not it's kidding. my favorite beer that we produce. Um, and 
uh, being one of my recipes, it makes it obviously closer to my heart as well. Um, but that beer is actually being released very, very soon. You nice. guys will be getting a package of it. Oh, that's, what, that's what we so, like to hear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yay. So you guys can enjoy the label art. Um, Rich, you can look at that and say, mm, I don't think this is <laughs> what the backside of, <laughs> of Snow Basin and Mount Ogden look like, but maybe. <laughs> so very stylized. But Nice. Well, I like, I, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to try it. I, mm-hmm. I had, Me I, I actually visited the B street location actually with, with Megan. It was, it was kind of funny. I was out there and wrote to, to, uh, uh, to Logan and I, I happened to pick up the phone and, and call uh, Sydney who Sydney, uh, Burton, who was, you used to work with, uh, visit Ogden. Yeah. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, I'm in, I'm in, I just landed in Salt Lake City. Like, and she happened to be sitting next to Megan. And like, next thing you know, like we were at a B Street location, which brings me to this. I wanted to, I wanted to wear this, wear this for you guys on the show today. So, I, don't <laughs> you know are I, don't, I don't know off. if there's like a real take your shirt off music, but like, <laughs> but I, I, I rocked this. Yes. I, I tried polygamy and, uh, Utah shirt for you know roosters. I, I had to I had to wear this. Like there was no better occasion. Yes, that is amazing. <laughs> uh, that was such a fun night for was, dinner. You know what? So it, it, it was so great and so random. And I, I and you know I loved every minute of it. And God damn, that brisket burger was good. <laughs> Ooh, oh yeah, brisket, brisket and bacon. There was yeah. brisket and bacon on top of it. Yeah. yeah, And you guys brewed a peanut butter beer at that point. There was a peanut butter <gasps> beer that was. Like Sydney's husband was like, mm. "You got to try this." I'm like, "Dude, it's got peanut butter in it." He's like, "Trust me, you have to try this," and it was outrageous. It was like a tasteful trust fall. It was. It yeah, was. <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah, we get to uh, we get to showcase a lot of the fun beers over at B Street, which is awesome. Um, and you'll have to come back because we now have yes, brisket poutine. Yes. Uh, so that Sorry. we started doing poutine at B Street, um, just because it's fun, and who doesn't like? fries and gravy and cheese curds and yeah. we have great Nobody. local cheese here in ogden yes. so, uh, so we use beehive cheese mm. yeah it's oh, so beehive. good yeah they're, they're great yeah. yeah beehive's good yeah so uh so we're using their cheese curds fried on top of fries with gravy mm, and amazing. brisket so heck yeah oh my goodness i love i love poutine I, it's it is it's so good it really is it's amazing mm-hmm. there's nothing better well, I'm um, glad that's in the wheelhouse now. Yeah. That's in the rotation. Yeah. Great. Next episode, we'll be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so You guys are always welcome at B Street. All right. So let's <laughs> so let's talk skiing. Yeah. What are your typical ski day rituals? Mm, I, I don't really have any. Any day I get dressed and get to go on the slope, it really doesn't matter. At Snow Basin, on my lunch break, I like to do what I call around the world. Ooh. And okay. um, you go Isn't that a John Paul. <laughs> Maybe that's where I got the idea from. <laughs> um, you you go up John Paul chairlift and go up the Allen Peak Trail. Start at the downhill, make your way down, go over to Needles in the middle of the mountain, go up, ski down, go back up, head over to Strawberry, and then come over Lone Tree. My favorite. That's your favorite. Back into the back into the middle, and then I go back to work. <laughs> that. Spoken like a professional. Wow, what a loop. That was good. Impressive. Oh, it's you a just, good lunch back loop. You just rattled that right off. Strawberry's a fun little area too, right? I, I like I I feel like is that is that where the witches are? Or not the witches, right? The, uh, the three sisters? 
The three sisters. I'm thinking. I'm sorry. Oh, which witches is something out here? Yes, three sisters. Yes, witches. Witches is at Haystack Mountain. I'm sorry. Yeah, we've got the three sisters bowl that's wide open. Yeah, and really fun, powdery to see, and then we have all the like Beatles names, Strawberry Fields, right. and the Walrus, and all of that. And the longest run at Snow Basin is right over there, and it's an intermediate blue run almost three miles from top to bottom. So you get your legs going, and then at the bottom, you're greeted with a slice of pizza and an 80th anniversary ale. So it's like it's the perfect combo. It's just waiting for you there? Pizza and beer? It's like a freebie? That sounds amazing. <laughs> no, not a freebie, but it's right there. You can smell it, so you'll just want to buy it. I thought they were handing them out. I know. I thought they just had pizza, beer, and hugs at the bottom oh of God. this. three. What you a made run. it. What a run. Congratulations. What a run. You did it. <laughs> Jesus. I don't know if Utah would let us do that. Oh, uh, that's yeah. right. You can't actually you can't actually give away alcohol in Utah. No, uh, we can't. Yeah. Yeah, we, we learned that in another episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, Jackie, sad. what about you? What what is your what's your go to ski day routine looking like? Uh my ski day routine is a lot different than Meg's because obviously I'm <laughs> skiing for fun <laughs> instead of like I'm up there every day on my job. Uh, so mine usually starts with passing the cooler with beers. Yes. Um, getting all, yeah, that's like number one. Um, I put like a little bit of whiskey in my coffee. <laughs> you are my kind um, of person. Right? Damn, I like Jackie every, right? <laughs> better by every minute. I think if and we then, combine the two two days, I think we'd be sitting pretty. Yeah, we'd earn right? it and actually yeah. drink yeah. it. Whiskey, beer, pizza, more beer, yeah. and hugs. Hugs. That's, I added the hugs. Sounds, well, not now. Sorry. Perfect. Six feet apart. Not, yeah. So your day starts with beer in the cooler, whiskey in the coffee. Go. Yeah. Then I head up to Basin, um, hopefully getting up there early enough to get a good parking spot. Uh, I'll do a gondola run up. I'll normally do some warm up laps before I do or even attempt around the world. Uh, Strawberry <laughs> is one of my favorite spots to ski, though. It's beautiful. Um, the terrain variation out there is just amazing. So that I do like to go over there. It's also, it's always seems a little less crowded to me as well. So, mm-hmm. so I prefer strawberry if it's open. Um, and like I said, just taking like the John Paul lift up there and just bombing down that run is, is a, an eye opener. And that one's fun too. Oh, that sounds awesome. And then Apres, of course, like yeah. hit, hitting runs, um, probably about three runs and then it's time for a beer and then yes. maybe three or four more runs time for another beer. I like it. So. You got it. You have to stay uh, hydrated. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah. So yeah, so, it sounds like Jackie and I have a good ritual, similar ritual when it's my day off. Yeah. <laughs> right. So Meg, your, your favorite, your favorite trail there's uh lone tree, correct? Or the downhill or the downhill. Is, is lone That's tree, the, is lone tree the actual name or is that like a local name for it? No, it is the actual name with that lone tree at the top. Yep, yeah. I wasn't sure if that was something like people were calling it that. I I wasn't sure. All right, so so Jackie, what's your... I'm not going to lie. Once we fill in the run, though, like when we get all that snow and the big rock wall in the middle kind of disappears and it's one big run, Yeah. to me, it's not that fun anymore. But other people like it. It becomes easier then because it's a little bit wider. Look yeah. at that. That was just like a little badass moment she had. She's yeah. like, yeah, you know, She's like, like when like other it people when like it. I, I prefer the challenge. I like it when it's a narrow shoot. Yeah. All right, Jackie, what like about you? What's your favorite? It. 
Uh, really anything off strawberry, I would say. Um, and Meg is a freaking badass skier. Rich, I know that you were yeah, she lucky is. enough to ski with her. But um, for everybody listening to this podcast, like she is, it's so much fun to watch her ski and ski with her. So oh, I could tell. She, yeah, she's yeah. yeah, she she can rip for sure. I want to go. Let's well, go. Thank you guys. Let's go riding. Let's go skiing. Let's do it. I'm I'm so excited. You're always welcome, Hallie. We're coming. We'd love to have you here. Yeah. We're going. Oh my god! All right, god. so we've got some. Yeah, we've run the gamut. We've got some fun questions. It's time. It's it is time for hot tub hot talk. Hot tub talk. Here we go. Because all good opera ends in a hot tub. I'm gonna let Hallie describe this because she does it far better than I. So yeah, this is a verbal ink blot test. Whatever answer comes to your mind first, you just gotta say it. You gotta spit it out. Are you ready? Say it. Say it. Ready. All right. All right ready. So, so do, let's do this. Let's, uh, you know, obviously each one answer separately. So we. Mm-hmm. You know. Meg, you go first. All I'll right. go second. Hallie, Hallie, take us away. Okay. Question number one. If you could choose one drink to enjoy for the rest of your life, what would it be? Moscow Mule. All right. We haven't gotten that yet on the no, show. No, we have not gotten a Moscow Mule yet. That's an. That's Mine a is obviously going to be beer. Um, <laughs> nice. Kind of a, it's a it's a given, but you can do so many different things with it, right? So I'd never get tired of it. So which beer? Oh, do I have to pick one? It has no, to be just, a I'm specific just, beer. I'm just curious. We just dig down. Oh man, we break our own rules. Um, Stylistically, I would probably do a Pilsner because I legitimately yes. never yes. get tired of Pilsner. Yes, so. that's his favorite. Yes. They're He's so a big fan. Good. Yes, Christy they re- boys. Yes, they Christy are. boys for life. They're so good. <laughs> oh, righty. What is your favorite Opry Ski appetizer? Nachos, wings, or other? I think I have to go with other. I love the pretzel in the dinner bar with all the cheese yes, and okay, fine. duck fat and all of it. <laughs> we'll it's take so that. so good. Thank goodness yep. it had cheese. Pretzel for pretzel for the win. Pretzel sounds good. Uh, probably like loaded fries, poutine, cheese fries, something like that. Nice. Oh my god, I'm trying to apparate with you two so bad. Yeah, I made a, I made a killer loaded fries for uh, New Year's Eve. It was. Oh my god. All right, Delish. this is a question I've been so excited to ask you since the beginning of the episode. Number of shot skis you've taken in your life, <laughs> over under. You can you can ballpark it. Um, I lived in Crested Butte for three years and had one in my house. So, um, and I lived with four roommates, so I'm not going to tell you that number of shot skis in case my mom listens to this. Um, We're probably both and Rich and I shared a great one. Yep. Yeah. Yes. So, <laughs> yep. So, oh, all right, probably, good. So, yeah, like over 100. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh my God! Jackie, Jackie, Jackie and I had them the first night we met. So I know. Oh my goodness, that's wonderful. So good. All right, which do you prefer, opera ski? A warm fire and good book, or good tunes and fun games? Good tunes and fun games. Mm Mm-hmm. Same. Jackie, doubling down on that one. Have yeah, we ever had yeah. someone? We had someone opt. like combine the two. Yeah, they were like. They're like. They were what like. They, uh, say? They, they. I think they took the fire from the first one. No one's into a good book. No, nobody reads anymore. Yeah. <laughs> what Isn't are, it after about hanging out with people though? 
Well, yeah. I guess there's a you know low key apre like you maybe maybe you uh, skied by yourself one day and you just kind of went home and uh, made yeah, a fire maybe, and let, maybe you know, read you're a, book. a little bit I, of an introvert. I, I don't know if that happens, you but know? maybe maybe you're just trying to like maybe your New Year's resolution is to like unplug and unwind and like yeah. sober January. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. All right, it's not my thing. <laughs> Last question: What is your favorite ski themed movie? Oh. Uh, Aspen Extremes or Blizzard of Oz. It's such a classic. Uh, Blizzard, of, Blizzard of Oz is good. Not, I totally forgot about that one. Yeah. Aspen Extreme we've gotten, but Blizzard of Oz is new. All right, that's a good one. Classic. Glenn Plake with the freaking yeah, Mohawk. Yeah, he's got the he's Mohawk. Just, a, yes, the bad boy of skiing. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right, Jackie. Oh, my God. Um, Wasn't it, was it Better Off Dead that had a, a, a spot up at Basin, right? Wasn't it? Better Off Dead had a spot at Basin? I think they did, wasn't it? The ski race theme where uh, the, 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 the K twelve or, or like he's skiing on one ski. Yeah, the newspaper. I swear that's at Basin. Somebody lied to me I and think, told me it was. I think someone told me it was too. I only know about Frozen, about the people yeah. stranded Frozen. on the like Anna and Elsa. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. Let the it go. earlier Frozen. Yeah, we'll go with that one. Uh, people get stuck on a chairlift and wolves go after oh, them. Oh, that yeah. Frozen. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's like a horror yeah, that movie. That one was so scared. Yeah. Oh, wait, was that called Frozen 2? Yeah. yeah. Like Frozen yeah. also, frozen not like Frozen well. 2. Yeah. <laughs> we'll that was the sequel. We'll say wait, either you know when you have kids, you're like, Frozen 2? No, when, not like, show no. yourself. When Anna dies. <laughs> God, <Yeah>. bite your tongue. <laughs> uh, any, any ski movie that features our local resorts. We'll say that. Good answer. Right, Check out answer. Frozen too. Check yeah. out the uh, the creepy Frozen because it's kind of a great key movie. So oh, I have. I have to look at that then. All right. I, I was like, I've been refraining from watching it, but I will check it out. No, it's 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 every fear materialized. Yeah. <laughs> like it's all. Of, it's everything we've ever thought. Oh have yeah, you, I've seen it a million oh, really? years ago, and it's yeah. so bad. But so good. Oh, but God. so yeah, it's, it's so bad. It's so good. Which so. seems to be the common Aren't thread. Aren't they all though? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Jackie, uh, Jackie, uh, Hallie looked them up on on like uh, IMDb. Uh, yeah, and they were all like two and a half stars. Consistently, two and a half stars. Yeah. Out of two and a half, of course. But <laughs> oh god. All right, well, well, guys, ladies, this has been an absolute blast. It was it was great catching up with with uh, the both of you again, as as always, and uh, we really we really appreciate you guys coming on. Absolutely. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah. Bye guys. Bye bye. Bye guys. <laughs> God damn, what a fun episode. That was really fun. I love them. I mean, Megan had a legit plan for attack on the mountain. She just was like, oh, well, you know, I haven't really put too much thought about it, but she's like, I do the round robin or something like that. Around the world. Around the world. That's what it was. And it just sounded super fun. And then meanwhile, Jackie's like, yeah, you know, I take it slightly different approach. Yeah, she's like, yeah, what she said. (laughs) (laughs) What she said, except beer. Yeah, yeah, she, Jackie (laughs) included a lot of beer in, in, yeah, which we, we, yeah, I like that too. I'm telling you what, the food, the beer, the, just the overall vibe and the freedom of the mountain, I think is, is definitely something that everybody can appreciate about Snow Basin and this beer is super good. The 80th, the 80th anniversary beer is very good. Very, very crushable, very drinkable, a great opera ski beer. You know, I can see why, you know, it's from what I, what I understand, it's selling out everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's, it almost feels like a collector's item in a way. Not that I suggest you don't drink your beer, but it is fun to look at. Well, drink it and just collect the cans in. There you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or recycle them, but 
peel off the label prior to doing so. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Stick it on your helmet. Little pro tip. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode. Thanks so much for listening with us. I know we've had fun. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you guys would like to continue having fun with us, please give us a five-star rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And give us a follow. I'm at All About Opera on all my socials. And I'm at The Snow Report. You can find me there. And it's a good time for all things winter and witty. And together, you could follow us at Beyond the Opera. Mm-hmm. And let us know in the comments section on any of our you know, posts who you'd like to see on the show or hear on the show and uh, anything, any tips or things that you'd like us to discuss. Absolutely. Till then, we will see you in the next episode and we hope you guys are having a wonderful winter. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.